0: The first thing you want to ask yourself is what is the least likely thing my character would be expected to do in this scenario, given who I have suggested that they are? Secondly, you want to ask yourself, what would my reader or the viewer assume is about to happen and assume about the characters in my scene? Lastly, you want to ask the big question is this, how do screenwriters like us connect to the people the resources and information that allow us to tell our stories, make powerful movies, and leave the legacy that our community deserves. These are the burning questions that I'm going to explore week after week. And I want to welcome you to the Script Your Success podcast. Today, I want to talk you through the top three issues writers have with scenes and what you can do about it starting today. And those issues are the knowing, playing it safe, and measuring too early or too late. And I'm going to get into all three of those. Just hang out with me for a little bit. So starting with the number one, the knowing. So here's the thing. Understanding what needs to happen in the scene is probably one of the most important decisions you can make as a screenwriter, right? Because every scene is made up of a series of beats, which are the smallest measure of meaningful activity in our screenplay. You already know that part. And every scene is built up to create sequences that create our act structure and ultimately satisfy the arc of our story. Right. So when you have a sense of what goes into your scenes, you can write closer to your goal and you can write a lot faster than if you were trying to figure it out as you go. But it's about more than just what should happen, right? So the knowing includes these five things. First and foremost, who should be there? Where the scene needs to happen or where it could happen, right? What actions do do your character... Hey, you liking this podcast? Well, you can support us by liking, sharing, and giving us reviews on all major podcast platforms. Look for us at scriptyoursuccesspodcast.com and be sure to tell a friend. ...need to take or what information needs to be shared in that scene. Then you want to think about the mood of the scene. Are you building up tension or are you releasing tension? And then lastly, you want to see what the rhythm of the scene is going to be and that basically means how that scene is going to flow in your overall story so we want a mix of long and short scenes tense scenes and calm scenes we want to do some building up where we got our people on the edge of our seats and then we want to have a payoff this is what we need to kind of think about as we are writing our scenes and there's a method i've developed called the power screenwriting system that helps you create a scene map so you never get lost in all these decisions now if you want a copy of it for free send a message to my team or make sure you click the link in episode notes and we will get that to you right away now I want to get into the second one because this is is really juicy right and the second one remember is about playing it safe so seeds have a specific job to do which we just covered already so I'm not gonna go back into that but beyond those boundaries Writing a screenplay is a pure work of art. And for me, that's what makes screenwriting so beautiful and special above even novel writing. I'm a novelist as well, but I really prefer screenwriting because of the way that art and structure really work together. But playing it safe ultimately means that for you, you're writing to people's expectations, right? Or like I used to say in software testing, we are taking what we used to call the common user path. Now, what that means for your story is that it's likely predictable and it was probably easy for you to write. But that also means it's probably not as interesting of a scene as you have the capability to write if you're being honest with yourself. Now, I want you to ask yourself these three questions so you can move out of your creative comfort zone and stop playing it safe. The first thing you want to ask yourself is, what is the least likely thing my character would be expected to do in this scenario, given who I have suggested that they are? Secondly, you want to ask yourself, what would my reader or the viewer assume is about to happen and assume about the characters in my scene? Lastly, you want to ask yourself, what would create the most excitement for me as the writer? Like sometimes... Doing something out the box is just about your personal preference. And because it's your story, you have the right to do so. Now, I coach my clients and students to find your voice. And I know these days that can sound cliche, but as a writer, especially a screenwriter, your voice, your perspective on the subjects you write about and how you feel about the real world and the one you made up for your screenplay are the story. That's literally where the story comes from, because here's the thing. Nothing lands on that page that doesn't come through you, right? So that means how you feel, what you see, how you think is what gives your story the secret sauce that nobody else can give it, even if they're writing about the same topic. So coming out of your creative comfort zone is how you find your voice. Now, here's the thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not insensitive. I know it can feel a lot like walking on a muddy slope at first and you might get some things wrong the first time you try this. But as you practice and give yourself permission to be wherever you are in your writing, you will get better because one thing that I have learned from doing this over 20 years is you need the right mindset and the right methods to master the craft of screenwriting. There's no other way about it. You've got to have the right mindset. So give yourself permission and you have to have the right writing methods in order to become a master of screenwriting. So what I want you to do is jump out there and try something that scares you. And here's the beautiful thing. If you jump out the box and it doesn't work, that's okay. You can always scratch it in the review phase. And that's why screenwriters can be fearless because we get to do whatever we want to do in the safety of our first draft and nobody can judge us for it. Right. So now let's move on to the last one. And that is where we have a tendency to measure too early or too late. Now there is a critical question you have to ask yourself about every scene in your screenplay, right? And that is whether or not it's actually adding value. And by value, more specifically, you need to be sure the scene is moving your story forward. A lot of people struggle with what that means, so let me break it down. Moving the story forward is not difficult to do. All it means is that you have your setting, characters, and dialogue structured in a way that does these three things. Here they go. One, they all answer the critical questions for that specific scene, which helps you build up your sequences and meet the needs of the act, whether you're in the first, second, third act, or even if you're using the five act structure or the four, that's irrelevant. Every scene should be answering critical questions that help build up the story. Secondly, you will script your success podcast is brought to you by the power screenplay development method, the world's first end to end process to help you quickly and confidently complete your screenplay without ever getting stuck. Click the link in episode notes for more information. I want to make sure you are bringing your protagonist or your hero closer to their goal or further away from the goal I like to call this the accordion effect you should be taking them out and bringing them in that's how you create tension and then the last thing you want to think about is are you creating forward momentum which means it literally feels like the story is going somewhere okay now remember I said the problem is measuring too early or too late well here's what that means Measuring too early is one of the primary ways that we end up end up with writer's block because here's what happens So we start asking ourselves all these questions. Like is the scene good enough? Is this scene given? Are we doing it? Right, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're editing in your mind while you write and Maybe a more accurate way to say it if you're kind of like me is that you are arguing with yourself And if you wind up losing the argument the answer to every question you answer is gonna be no then you start to swing over to social media to feel better or even worse you step into a writing group to get the quote unquote expert advice which is always well-meaning but it can cause you even more confusion because you get a million different answers right and the next thing you know the empty bottle of wine is on the side of your nightstand and and you don't know what else to do except go to sleep and you haven't gotten any writing done maybe that's just me I'm just saying all I'm asking you to do, though, is stop doing that shit to yourself, because here's the thing. You believe everything you say to yourself. So don't ask yourself these questions in the middle of writing no more. Like, promise me you will not do that. Now, I know you might already have a habit of doing this. So me saying this to you might make you mad, but you already know how I get down. I would rather see you mad than left behind or struggling. So I'm going to say it anyway because I love you and you cannot stop me from wanting you to be great. Not going to happen. So now let's get back to it. And you probably are asking yourself, if you can't ask these questions while you write, then when should you be asking these questions? Before I get there, I just want to share something with you. In software system development, before we implemented anything that would be used by our clients like automotive companies Mercedes-Benz or our aerospace clients like Boeing, I would use a tool called Failure Mode Effects Analysis or FMEA for short, which is how we would look at a mapped-out process on paper. And I do mean we looked at every step because what we were looking for is any issues that might pop up during the actual execution of the process now this helped us avoid expensive and really time-consuming hardware or software defects that wouldn't just be expensive for us but could cost our customers in the millions because it could slow down production and that was a major no-no now the goal was to find as much as possible but we always would set a goal on my team to find at least 80 to 100 percent of critical defects that could shut things down and that's again before a single piece of software was written so hopefully you can see where I'm going with this right bringing it back to writing checking whether your scene is meeting the needs of your sequences and acts is not something that I want you to be doing for the first time once you have a draft completed And I already said, I don't want you doing it while you write. So that leaves us one place. And that is in the plan phase or pre-writing phase. Okay. Now, the plan phase of screenwriting is where me and my students create our scene map, which includes a space to consider the purpose of each and every scene. It can include as much or as little detail as you need to remember what you wanted to happen in that scene. Because think about it. If you're writing a 60-page um, pilot or you're doing a feature film, that could be a lot of scenes. So you want to give yourself as much information as you need, which means this is uniquely yours so you can tailor it to the way that you write and the way that you remember, okay? Okay. Now, some of my clients even include some dialogue, like sometimes when I'm outlining or I'm I'm using my story map, I can hear what one or two characters might say. And if that happens, I just jot that into my story, my scene map. And that way, when I go back to write it, it's already there. I don't try to I don't have to try to kind of figure out what I wanted them to say. Now, that's not all the dialogue. That's just a little key piece. To help me remember, it's kind of like it jogs my memory, right? And the best part of using the story map for me is that once all the scenes have kind of been laid out, I can see, and you will be able to do this as well. You'll be able to see all your scenes in the same place and you can compare. And you can see if you're, you're hitting the marks that you wanted to hit, right? And you can move things around or you can get rid of scenes all together. And this is all before you write a single word of your screenplay. Now, that might sound like a lot of work, but like I said, most of writing is an exercise in critical thinking and that's so you can get to the art of it all and not have all these questions once you sit down with your screenwriting software open, okay? Now when I learned to start my screenplays with the scene map, all the bugs usually have been shaken out the tree and that's another software engineering thing. So what I'm saying is that... The only thing that was left for me to do when it's time for me to sit in front of my final draft is show up as the badass artist that I am. And that means all I get to do at that point, I don't have to do all these heavy thinking and all that heavy lifting anymore. All I'm doing is transferring the sounds and images from my mind onto the page. And as we know, screenwriting is a very unique form of storytelling because not only are we literally creating something for readers to enjoy because like the directors, producers, funders, actors, right? Everybody needs to read it and understand so that they can help us bring it to life. But that means that your screenplay becomes a blueprint for production as well. So we've got a lot of unique things that we need to be able to do. What I'm saying is that everything that I can see, everything that I can hear is coming onto the page a lot easier and the scenes play out. But what that does for me is that I can see how the scenes need to start so that I have the best effect on the story. And one of the things that I'm most proud about is that When I've taught my clients to use scene maps, they have been come back to me bragging like Eunice, I wrote that scene so fast and I could see everything happen. I could see the birds, I could see the trees, I could see exactly how the scene needed to look in order to create the mood that I was going for, all of that. And they do it without ever feeling stuck or confused. And that's the whole goal of working through the plan phase, the pre-writing is so that when you sit down you have the confidence of someone who's been doing this 20 years 30 years you can write like Stephen King you can write like Issa Rae because the hard work all those critical questions have already been answered I've given you the three things about writing scenes that have caused a lot of writers problems and I've given you practical things that you can do about them starting today now like I said You can still look at all the things once your draft is written. And there are two whole phases in the power screenplay development system that helps you do that. Our goal here, though, was to talk about what you needed to do in your scene so you could go from doubt to a first draft that is done. So remember. If you want the same app I mentioned in this episode, be sure to click the link in episode notes or send my team a message on social media and we will get it to you right away. For now though, I wish you peace, love, and happy writing.